listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea, and with me today is my co-host, Kitsy. Hello, it's me. Hi, Kitsy. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, indeed. Welcome to podcast. Welcome to podcast. We're here again. We are. What are we, uh, let's just get right into it. What are we doing today? I, I had this idea when I was thinking about what we should do this week. Uh, there are a lot of bands I like on tour right now. Mm-hmm. And then there are also a lot of bands opening for those bands. And I, in my past, I've gotten a lot better. Uh, I've gotten a lot better about this in my later years, but I have been one of those people who will show up late to a show if I don't know who the openers are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm realizing that, like, I missed out on a lot of bands back then that I would have loved if I'd given bands a chance to win me over at a show. Yeah. Right. Like, that's one of the fun, cool things about going to see bands live. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I also am have in the past been really bad about that. You know, I, I will skip the openers if I don't know them. At the same time, I'm also very likely to go to a show because I like the openers and then leave and then, before the headliner, yeah. who I may not necessarily care for. Same. But uh, I want to try to change that. I want to 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 get better about going to see new bands when mm-hmm. I have the opportunity. Well, then, it's, you know, it is in theory one of my favorite things. Yeah. This episode's for you then. Oh, good. Uh, because what I've done is, and you have you have um, an artist on here too, but Ooh. I've put together a list of artists who are opening for artists that I'm already a fan of mm-hmm. and that I think a lot of our listeners might already be a fan of. And so what I want to say is like, if you're already going to these shows, get there early, get there on time. Don't Google what time does the opener play. Don't like try to do the math. If there are five artists and I only want to see the headliner. Alternatively, do Google what time does the opener play and then make sure you're there on time for them. Or not opener, headliner. (laughs) Don't Google like what time does the headliner play. Yeah, this is a get there early, get there on time, get a good spot, hang out. These are bands that I think if you're going already to see these other bands, you're going to like and you'll have missed out if you didn't get there in time to see them. So do do that. Get there in time to see them. Who's first on our list? First on the list is the band I was thinking of that kind of threw this whole thing into motion in my head. And it's our friends in Gully Boys. Ooh, we love them. We love Gully Boys. Um, nobody listening to this podcast is surprised about that. Um, I tried to mostly pick artists that we haven't covered a ton of, mm-hmm. at least, or, or or haven't covered in like at least the last year. So maybe we have new listeners. Um That kind of thing. But yeah, the first one is Gully Boys. They're on the road with Motion City Soundtrack, who is one of my all-time forever, forever favorite bands. Um, And they'll be, they're on tour just through next week. So just until the 15th, they'll be in Philly on the 10th at Brooklyn Bowl. So if you're one of our Philly listeners, I think that show is sold out. But if you have tickets, get there early. Yeah. And go see our friends Gully Boys. Yeah. We're going to listen to their single Optimist, which came out in March of 2023. I refuse to believe what I 
this band just keeps getting better and better the song is crazy it's so good it's their songwriting their musicianship it's just always getting better and i love that uh yeah it is this song is crazy like i think i what i love in general about gully boys is how big everything always sounds Mm -hmm. um this song is so in the core in the verses so tight like it sounds like kathy is like singing through like gritted teeth almost like it just feels so tight and like um tense and then it the chorus is just like burst open i also love they kind of do that fake out of like you think it's going to get huge but then it's more of the like restrained Mm -hmm. verse part before that chorus finally kicks in Mm -hmm. and i love that little fake out yeah they're just everything they do is great i'm so excited for them to have new music their single before this one cuc also um, crazy good. Yeah, I I think we covered it on the podcast, which is why I picked Optimist. Um, and also it is it is the most recent single. But the fact that that song doesn't have a bazillion downloads is crazy to me because it is it's it's perfect. Yeah, I mean the fact that this band isn't huge is crazy to me. Like, just so crazy. They will be. I know. <laughs> Especially if everybody shows up to see them. Yeah. So don't, don't wait. Hey, you right there. Don't miss them. <laughs> okay. Next on the list is another band. Um, i trying to think if we've, uh, we covered this band when uh, our friend Jay McColetta was on the podcast. Um, this is a band who put out a really incredible album called Pool Kids, which is a great title for the album because the band is Pool Kids. Oh yeah. And the song we're going to listen to is Swallow.
kids. I love pool kids. This is a band I have not spent enough time with. Every time we cover them and I listen to them, I'm like, I need to spend more time with this band. And then I don't. So I'm going to fix that. <laughs> they're they're incredible. Uh, the The self-titled album is top to bottom. It's great. Um, I picked Swallow because I love the chorus and I love that little like synthy thing going on yeah. through this one. They're just so cool. They and, are. And also, additionally, mm-hmm. Andy from Dikembe is in yeah, the band. is also in Pool Kids. Yeah. Yeah, we love Andy. You can listen to Andy's episode of the podcast from forever thousand years forever ago, forever million years ago. But Pool Kids is fantastic. They were just on tour with uh, Mountain Goats. They're a band. It's been really cool to see them, like slowly, kind of build and get the recognition that yeah. uh, that they should be. They are currently, I think they will be. Yeah, um, they'll be on tour with Military Gun from January thirty first to March 9th. They'll be in Philly at the church on Valentine's Day. Oh. Love so that. go uh, go see Pool Kids. They also put out a split um, in the last year that is Pool Kids and the band Pool, who you might not be familiar with, Kitsy, because Pool is just Pool Kids hardcore version. I love that. Yeah. Um, and it's great. Oh, that's it's, fantastic. It's like, apparently they released it as like an April Fool's joke, but it's so much better than it has any reason to be. I, I kind of love it when a band that is not hardcore does a little hardcore album. Yeah. And it's just the same songs, but just, harder. Yeah. Um, when when Zach from uh, Man Overboard was on most recently to talk about Slighted, we we talked a lot about how I, I said, like, I think most, like, pop bands who came up through hardcore have, like, a secret hardcore album mm-hmm. in them. Um, and Pool Kids gave us a couple songs and they rule. And I mean, knowing knowing that, like, you know, Andy comes from Dikembe, which isn't, they're not a hardcore band by any, like, definition of the term but they're a harder band they're they're a little harder around the edges maybe yeah um so i yeah pool kids rules more like rule kids am i right yeah and then if i didn't like them i'd say pool kids more like drool kids but i don't mean that because i think they're great and i love pool kids i would never call them drool kids but you could if you didn't like them but that would be crazy because who wouldn't like this band? Yeah, they're the best. Go see them um, on tour. Yeah. Um, uh, go go see them at the church on Valentine's Day in Philly and fall in love yeah. with somebody, with, either with the band or with somebody else. <laughs> or both. Or both. Live yeah. your life. Um, you, can, you can love more than one band and or person in your life. That's, a, that's allowed. I think that's true. Yeah. Hmm. You want to talk about Pollyanna? Sure, let's talk about Pollyanna. Pollyanna's a Jersey band. Oh, your favorite kind of band. It's the, f- it's the first one on it, this list. It's your favorite genre of band it in is, New Jersey. It's my favorite genre of band. That's so true. Um, we've covered Pollyanna before at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they're a Jersey band. First saw them playing with Midtown um, in Jersey. I, um, I know they were on the road with or at least played a few shows with forever came calling now question is midtown a jersey band or are they just one of the bands i think is a jersey band midtown is such a jersey band okay good i got it right yeah yeah because i always forget that motion city isn't a jersey band no but they're not they're not motion city's from minneapolis where gully boys are from well that makes so much more sense Uh um no midtown is very much a jersey band midtown got if you want the midtown Midtown got started at Rutgers. Um, Gabe had a, a radio show at Rutgers, New Brunswick. Um, uh, he started out in Humble Beginnings. His brother was anyway. <laughs> he just we're here to talk about Pollyanna. We are here to talk about Pollyanna. Um, they're they're great. Um, 
I, I love this band a lot. Um, we're going to listen to Smile off of 2022's Slime. This is a fun riff. Mm-hmm. like how disjointed it is it's got that fun little yeah like i don't even know how to describe that but that little like jaunty little riff yeah but then when the chorus kicks in it's like a there's like a like you're driving in a car with someone who doesn't really know how to drive stick shift oh okay um and i think the line is like you broke me down and the song kind of like like it's a little jerky it jerks into that chorus which is so catchy um i Pollyanna has a real ear for a catchy chorus. They do. I feel like this would be a really good band to see on tour with um, Honey Revenge. I feel like that'd be a really fun bill. I think they were just on there. Well, that explains why I think that. And so you're so right. 
Look at that. But, uh, but who? But who, they're not on tour with Honey Revenge. Who can I see them on tour with? You can see them on tour with Plain White Tees. Remember Plain White Tees? Oh, hey, hey there, Delilah. Yeah, that, those guys. Yeah, yeah. But they also had. I don't know. See if you you weren't as like like Plain White Tees. That album, the song that album's on, is like a pretty tight pop punk. Like that song is kind of like the here's to the night mm-hmm. of that album. Okay. Um. And I think I think plain white tees was kind of happening when I was way too cool for stuff that I thought was a little more mainstream pop punk, mm-hmm. and so I kind of missed them. That makes sense. Um, I saw them. I either saw them open for or they opened for the Academy is twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and they will be here in Philly on February sixth at Union Transfer. Ooh. And they're on tour other dates as well, but who cares, uh, between January 23rd and February 18th. And so if you're going to see Plain White Tees, go see Pollyanna. And if you're not going to see Plain White Tees, go see them anyway and go see Pollyanna. I've got a band. Ooh. Tell me everything. That we should see on tour. Mm-hmm. That everyone should go see on tour. Um, this is a band that uh, I've known... Um, I've known uh, a few people in this band just from, like, being internet you know, online friends for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was uh, touring a couple of years ago doing sound for an artist and they ended up opening one of the shows and uh, really surprised me with how good they were. Um, not to say I wasn't expecting them to be good. <laughs> I thought they were going to be shitty. No, it was just, it's just one of those things like, you know how like you, you know, like you kind of have an idea and then like someone exceeds those expectations mm-hmm. and it's like a very delightful yeah. thing. Um, it was one of those things like they were just they, they just really showed up and really crushed it. And that's a band from Ohio called Equipment. And we're going to listen to Minnow.
song came from their new record they just put out last September called Alt Account. Mm -hmm. This feels like a song I should have been bringing to the show and being like, where do you hear this? This sounds so much like something that I would love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I understand that this is a band from Ohio, but like this band is Midwest emo as hell. Yeah. They've also, well, they're Midwest emo as hell in a way that feels um, like they have Carly Cosgrove vibes to me. Okay. And Carly Cosgrove is a Philly band, but they're a Philly band that is clearly influenced by Midwest emo. Mm-hmm. And that's what this sounds like to me. I guess what's happening is we're older than the incoming generations who are maybe less concerned with where the sound came. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I love this band. I'm like, I feel silly that I wasn't already familiar with them because I've listened a little bit now since, since we talked about this episode and I think they're great. Um, they're, they're a perfect opener, I think for Origami Angel, right? Yeah. Who is who they'll be on the road with. Yeah. They'll be on the road with Origami Angel, uh, March 22nd through the 30th. And then, uh, after that, they're going to be on tour with Sweet Pill, mm-hmm. April 14th through May 10th. It's another great pairing. Yes. Big fans here of both of those bands. Yes. And, uh, Sweet Pill, that tour will hit Union Transfer on May 10th. May 10th. So it will be there. So, and so will I. Yeah. Also, equipment just played uh, the the it was a, the Wonder Years New Year's Eve show. Oh yeah, yeah, here yeah, in yeah. Which was just what? Oh, <laughs> when when was that? That was just that was just uh, just New Year's Eve. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, that's right. Um, they're they're great. I'm excited to spend some more time with them. I was reading that this song. There's that little spoken word bit, mm-hmm. um, and that is the the band's the lead singer and principal songwriter um, from his childhood youtube gaming account from like 2008 that he pulled the audio from so that's literally him as a like 12 year old kid uh thank you for bringing equipment to my attention i'm i'm excited to spend more time with them well good news because you can in philly on the 10th with you can transfer mm-hmm. the sweet pill we already said that but i'm saying it again yeah say it twice no i'm done well you did say it twice oh, okay so. well then i'm good we got one more we got one more it's a band I've been singing the praises of for a couple of years now. Um, I brought them to Lefto when their first single before their debut album dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all over your Instagram and your TikTok if you listen to any of the same music that I do. They are they kind of don't need my help. Yeah, um, they are. They're all over my feed too. Yeah, and they've been blowing up deservedly so. Yes. But 
and not just because they're I mean, like they're really, really good at social media, um, but it's not annoying because the band is so good. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's like it's fine because their music is uh, so polished and so catchy and they sound like they've been making music together forever. Yeah. Uh, but their debut album just came was just came out in uh, was it June? June. Yeah, June, like it's not even a year old. Every song on it sounds like a lead single. It is it is almost exhausting how relentlessly good this album is. Yeah, I can totally see that. We're gonna listen to Fight or Flight.
something I've, I've kind of noticed is as we've we've gone through these songs, I've I've loved this trend of like the 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 newer younger generation of like pop punk bands mm-hmm. are really leaning more into the pop. Yeah, and I kind of love it. I think it's really fun. I love it in a way that when I was their age myself, I would have hated, but like now today. Old me thinks it's great. I'm hoping it's a sign that we're moving a little bit away from being too cool and too, and like the like obsession with irony and not being able to like anything. Mm -hmm. If it is, if it sounds more mean, like, like we're just making good music, I think is a good thing. Yeah. I don't think that's like the prevalent mindset in the way that it was when, when you and I were coming mm-hmm. up, cause I was, I was definitely that person. Mm-hmm. Like I, I even talked about it earlier in this episode. Like I was definitely that person that was way too cool for just about anything. Um, and you missed out. I did on good stuff because I did. of I it. I missed yeah. out on really good stuff. And, and now I feel stupid. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, I like all that stuff now. And I'm like, could have been listening to this the whole damn time. Mm-hmm. I'm also noticing it from like a production standpoint mm-hmm. too. Like there's a lot more pop elements than you would get in your standard, like, you know, four piece punk band, straightforward recording. Like, and I think that's really cool that from like a production standpoint, we're getting a lot of more of those, like those little like pop ear candy mm-hmm. tricks that like really just add so much depth to, to what was, what would otherwise be just a very straightforward song. Do you think that's an access thing that went, do you think the bands, the versions of these bands, if they had been 30 years, 25 years ago, whatever, when we were young, much younger, if they could have made the music that these bands are making today, they would have. That's a really good question. You know, we are, we are in this kind of golden age of like, you can produce anything you want in your bedroom Mm -hmm. and it's like accessible and affordable. And I don't want to say it's easy, but it's easier. At least access anyway. Yeah. It's it's, it's more accessible than it used to be. And so that's a really good question. Is it that, the access is there. I will say these albums are not bedroom produced albums. No. Uh, but but I just mean like they're like these are artists who were aware that this was available to them in a way that it wouldn't have been in ninety five or whatever. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I you know, that's a really good question. I do I do actually genuinely wonder if, you know, we would have like if pop punk would have been different if the ability to add more elements of pop production would have been more accessible and available mm-hmm. to smaller bands back in the day. And I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Right. And not that we don't have bands making that kind of music today. We cover them. Of course. We are all, all the time, yeah. but, but I just, yeah, I wonder if this particular genre is just kind of like growing with the times in a way that makes sense and isn't isn't actually a diversion into something new so much as it is like a a like natural progression i think i i think my my very limited opinion here um as an old <laughs> is uh i i think it's a combination of both really mm-hmm. i think i think the the combination of it being more accessible and um you know and, and i i also think that that the younger generation, the generation younger than you and I, the olds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they have that too cool for anything mentality that 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 our generation did when we were younger. Yeah, you know, I I went on tour this past fall with with a Gen Z pop artist, and like 
I just don't think that that mentality exists in the younger generation anymore. I sound so old right now, but I think I don't, I don't like this. This is bad for me. I do think you're right. And I think it's a really good thing. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. It's good. It's cool to see. And especially if it's resulting in music this good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I will have links for all of these shows and tickets to the Philly dates in particular in our show notes. Check them out. Um, just to recap very quickly, Ghosty Gully Boys, January 10th with Motion City Soundtrack. Um, these are just the Philly dates. Go see Honey Revenge, January 23rd with Meet Me at the Altar. I don't think I said that. Um, go see Pollyanna on tour with Plain White Tees on February 6th. Go see Pool Kids with Military Gun on Valentine's Day, February 14th. And then you can take a little break and go see Equipment on tour with Sweet Pill. Um, on May 10th. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, this has been left to the dial. It has. I've been your host, Andrea. And I've been Kitsy. Thank you so much for listening. We will, we'll see you next week. And if I don't see you in a long, long while, I try to find you left to the dial, left to the dial. Yeah.